This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Do you know anyone who refuses to like anything once it becomes popular? Do you? I've been around people like that. Yeah. So just because it became popular, I don't like it anymore. I'm that way with bands. Oh, you are? Yeah, bands that I like that nobody else knows about. Once they become like huge successes, I quit listening to them. No, who's that? Did you got an example? Uh, a band that I loved when I was like 15 years old was a band called Blink-182. Oh, yeah. And, there you go. and nobody knew of yeah. them. Nobody had heard of them. They were just some band from California, and I loved them. And then they had a huge hit, and they were all over MTV running around in their boxer shorts. And I oh. said, never again will I listen to this band, and I to this day have not. So why do you care about that? I, it feels like it's my own thing, you know, because yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm such a music guy. I like having a thing that I can, a, a small community of people. Once it gets too big and people start to use it, I don't, it just feels fake. And I just don't like that. I, well, if it feels fake, I do understand exactly what you're talking about. I don't like that fakey stuff either. Like, that's not what you really think. You're just kissing ass. Yeah. Boy, there's a lot of that going on today, too, though. No question. Yeah, so do you know anyone who refuses to like anything once it becomes popular, like those people in college who would say they liked every band's first album, but then they... <laughs> so that's kind of, So it was the first album? <laughs> yeah, their first album was great. Yeah. And then after that, not so much. And their second album was really good, too, but then their third album is when they blew oh. up. And no knock on the guys. That's why you get into bands. Right. So you can right. do private jets and make millions of dollars. But as a fan, I just went, eh, I'm good. I understand. It does happen. There's a thread online where people are talking about uh, everyday things that were good but went downhill as soon as they became mainstream, and here are a few. Now, these are actually things that people used to think were good, but now they hate them. Garage sales. Yeah, you know, I've never been to a garage sale in my life. Yeah. I never have. Missing you, out. Oh, you go? I'm nosy, though. So, like, I go <laughs> to look through people's stuff and be like, oh, you live like this. We had a story. God, it's a while back now. But a guy went to a garage sale, bought a couch. Hold on. That was on this show, I think. He bought a couch at a garage sale, brought it home, brought some people over to clean it. And the cleaner came and said, sir, you need to come in here. This, there's a problem. He goes, oh, okay. What's the problem? He goes, they found $85,000 in cash stuffed in the pillows <sighs> of that. Remember that? I do remember that story. I'll look it up. Yeah. And that will keep me going to garage sales for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're never going to stop. <laughs> never not. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, well, that would make sense, man. 85 Gs in cash. What? But here's the mistake they made. Telling people? Yes. Why no. would you tell anyone that? Nope. Because all of a sudden, about 42000 of it went to taxes. I'll tell of you that. Of course. <laughs> I guarantee you that. In any case, garage sales, yard sales, flea markets. Now, a flea market, what is the difference between a flea market and a garage sale? A flea market is like out, it's not in someone's home. Oh, so they, oh, that's when they're all lined up on the street? Yeah, that like kind of a deal? bunch of little mm -hmm. vendors oh, selling yeah. their stuff. I think they do that in Hopkins, don't they? Once a couple times a year, I think. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Okay, so flea markets, uh, not seeing now. Look at what I'm learning. I'm learning about garage sales and flea mm -hmm. markets. I've never been to any of them. Uh, now that uh, reselling vintage things is hot, the prices for people's junk has skyrocketed. The Food Network used to be a good place to learn uh, new recipes and techniques, but now it's filled with reality competition. Uh, the shows, the over-the-top stuff, you know that. The same goes for a few other cable TV channels. Las Vegas also. It became way more expensive. So pe people, Gen Zers, don't like Vegas? 
Yeah, you know, I was just there a year ago, mm-hmm. and it is wildly not what it used to be. Like, it's, what do you mean? It, everything, every casino has giant LED boards out in front of it now, and it's so flashy, and it's so overpriced. I mean, oh. you went to Vegas because you had $160 in your bank account, yeah, yeah. and you just wanted a drink for free, and you could play blackjack for, you could take $20 and play blackjack for, you know, six hours on end. And it's just different. They charge $19 a drink. Everywhere has a cover charge. The hotels are super expensive. You don't get comped anymore. It's really different. Oh, not at all anymore? No. Because really? that was what Vegas was all about. Mm-hmm. You win a little money, you lose a little money, we comp you. Yeah, have, so they don't do that anymore. No, not at all. No. Boy, I haven't been to Vegas now in it's been many, many. I mean, I love doing those Vegas shows, but we had to get up at two in the morning yeah. to do them. That was a bitch, man. Oh God, that was way too early to be doing it. Uh, okay, food trucks. Now that they're trendy, they're charging restaurant prices. Etsy.com. It used to be filled with talented people's handmade items. Now it's many accounts uh, just uh, reselling items bought at Walmart and Amazon. Well, wouldn't you be able to tell? (laughs) You'd think. If it's handmade or you bought it at Walmart, Mm -hmm. I would think you could tell. Um, Yeah, music that goes viral on TikTok. So I don't know anything. I've never been on TikTok at all. So what do they mean? So the, the, the artists put their music on TikTok and then... Gets... I think it's more like people make videos and they use a sound, and that oh. sound goes viral, and people are like discovering the song from the video being mm-hmm. so popular. So, and then that artist eventually is becomes more well known. So it's good song. for the artist. Yes. Oh, okay. But can they also destroy other artists? I I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. You kind of wonder about that. That's a good question. Yeah. Because uh, TikTok, that's a Chinese company, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And now they're the ones that, what is it, Montana banned them, I know. I think that happened over the weekend. Oh, the state of, Mon- yeah, the state of Montana banned TikTok. You can't be on TikTok in Montana. What happens if you have it and you cross it over state lines? Well, that's what I was wondering, Shannon. Yeah. I was like, I well, <laughs> if it's already on your phone, how are they going to get it off yeah. there? Yeah. Uh, is there anything they could, well, I mean, the thing they'd have to put up around a state to block a signal would be, especially a digital signal. And in Montana? Montana. Who's even there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a great state, though. You ever been to Montana? It's really pretty, but... It's beautiful, yeah. People do leave you alone there, don't you think? Yeah. That's why it's kind of weird that they would ban TikTok there. Yeah, that's, well, that's true. But I, apparently they, they're thinking more and more that TikTok is not good for us. But I am not involved in it. See, that's another one of those things. I don't say, you shouldn't be on TikTok. You shouldn't do that. Just because I'm not... I'm not going to go around and tell you if you should spend your whole life on social media. It's up to you, right? But yeah, everyone should have their own choice. But people, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't. How do you know? It's like you didn't grow up with me. There are many, many different kinds of people in the world. Relax. Calm down. <laughs> you pill. Uh, used to be TV commercials that ruin songs. Now people hate music that's over. Oh, so you guys would know this. Music that's overplayed on social media. You agree with that? Some of it just gets overplayed. Yeah. You know, before I took this job, I did a lot of Instagram and a lot of videos for social media influencers. And for about six months, they all used the same song over and over and over again. And finally, one day I was out. I think we were downtown going to a, a, a ball game one day and somebody played the in the bar and I just went, no. No, we're leaving. I can't do this song anymore. I am so done with it. Yes. And what song was it? 
Uh, it was a song called Billie Eilish. Mm. I don't know if you know the song I'm talking about, Shannon. It's, it's yes. a, it's a, I'm telling you. I do, actually. Yeah, Tom, you would hate this Not song. Not a great song. Really? Yeah, you would hate everything. You would hate the first... First four seconds of this song. Really? Oh yeah, you would. Sm- yeah, do you want it? No, I kind of wanted to have you hear it. Actually, <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Let me find I can it. wait it out. So, Billie Eilish is a is a young woman. Is that right? She is a young woman, but there is a song that somebody oh. made about her called Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, so the, they're yeah. fond of her. Is that the kind of premise? They are equating themselves to Billie Eilish that they are equally as successful and talented as Billie Eilish. But yes, you'll that, hate the song. I can't wait for you to hear it. <laughs> So weird that people. Even, why do people even care about something like that, right? Wait, why would I care if you like this, that, or the other thing? I don't. You do what you do. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. right? I, I just. Uh, it's still just this whole thing has been blown way out of proportion now. And I guess Bud Light's all upset, and this person's all upset. And oh my God, blah. I don't drink, but if I did, and I was drinking a Bud Light, I wouldn't go, oh, my God, a trans person likes this? Well, then I'd, what do I care? <laughs> okay, John, you ready to hear this? All right, you're trying to ruin my life. <laughs> I can't wait. Here we go. Oh, no. It's bringing back memories now. Yes. This is yeah. why I hate this song. The Three Stooges in India. Bitch, I'm stylish. Black talk, big T-shirt, Billy. Watch on my wrist, but I want that yeah, I'll go ahead and turn it down because I can already see it in your face that you are about to blow a gasket. <laughs> Did he just drop the big N? <laughs> I think, he, like I said, I don't. I never got. I never got past that first part in the song. So I, he may have. I think he did. Yeah. He dropped the big N on there, like whoa. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, uh, but you know, for uh, for this style of music and the people that are putting this out, completely okay. But for us, yeah, no, I, that I could not handle this song anymore. And I'm a rap guy. But I like, you know, I like the stuff that is from the 90s. I like Tupac and uh, Snoop yeah. Dogg, you know? I liked one rap song in my entire life, and that was, oh, although the first one that came out, the Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, yeah. I mean, that you got to like that because it was the first one, right? But California Love is the only rap song I like because it, it's very positive. It's about loving where you're from and the people you're from. I love that song. I think it's a great song. I just don't want to hear that you're stooping everybody in sight. How about that? I don't really care. You know what I mean? You want to have sex with everybody in your block, good for you. But do I have to hear about it? I don't care. Right? Yeah. To each their own. To each their own. I had sex with it. Yeah, good. I'm happy for you. Okay, Facebook. One person said it literally went downhill the minute our parents started. So that was a a generational thing. As soon as mom and dad got on Facebook, I'm gone. Is that right? That's so true. Is it really? Yes. (laughs) As soon as my my, my mom got on Facebook... 10 years ago, God. I was like, all right. No? All right. So what drove you? I don't know. It just wasn't a lot of other people doing much on Facebook anymore. And then my mom and my her sister and then a bunch of my grandma, they all got on Facebook. Really? Why Facebook? Why do you think they chose Facebook? I don't know. It was like they're probably their first dip into social media anyways. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember actually when I was... Facebook back in the day, they used to have it like it was a big deal to put like in a relationship with, and, and maybe it still is today. But um, when I was deployed, um, my roommate, uh, another girl, um, we put that we were in a relationship together just like okay. for fun. Right. And then my whole family back in the States. 
was freaking out that I was coming out as a lesbian. <laughs> and that was kind of the beginning of the end for me. Like I had a bunch of emails that I checked when I was back on base where oh, they were yeah. like, I wish you had told me. And really? yeah, like my mom, grandma found out you were a lesbian and you didn't even tell us. It's like, oh my gosh. And then I had to try and explain to them that it was just social media. It was just a joke. Like we were like writing funny things on each other's wall. And right. So, so I was like, man, I think I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I'm over it. <laughs> One of my favorite things about that, and I'm not a huge Alec Baldwin fan, especially when he shoots and kills people, but uh, what was the name of that TV show he was on? Uh, 30 Rock. Was it no. 30 Rock? I think well, it, that's one. Was it? It's the one where they were running. I don't even remember what it was, but uh, he was sitting at his desk, and he's kind of like, you know, got a keyboard and the whole deal. And somebody comes by... <laughs> And by the way, for younger people that wouldn't know this, you, one of the very first social media uh, sites was called MySpace. You guys even remember MySpace? Yes. Oh, well, yes. I, I had a top eight, I'll tell you yes. that. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So MySpace was a very big deal. And then Facebook came along right after that. So yeah. Alec Baldwin's sitting at, its, at his desk, he's da 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 And somebody comes in and talks to him, and he stops typing. He looks up and he goes, would you leave me alone? I'm on my face. <laughs> so he didn't even know where the hell he was. <laughs> you got MySpace, you got Facebook, and he has no idea what the hell he's doing, which is not a good thing on social media. When it goes around the world, you should probably know where you are, don't you think? Yeah. Are we, because I don't go on it, uh, Shannon, you wouldn't know this, but I haven't been on social media in 11, 12 years. I just, it's not for me, you know? Too many tough guys on there, you know what I mean? Oh, you're a tough guy sitting at home in your attic, is that right? Okay, well, whatever. Um, has that changed at all? No. It's almost, it's almost gotten worse. <laughs> oh, it's worse even. Yeah, I don't post a lot on anything, but I do creep. As I said before, I'm very nosy, so I do What's like, cre- no, I don't look, even know what, what creep is. I just want to see what people are up to. Oh, you kind of like slide yeah, in there on? Some, yeah. On the down when I found <laughs> When I find someone that I knew 15 years ago is getting a divorce, I like click on it and just like kind of investigate a little bit, see what's going really? on. Yeah, I'm nosy. That's a, oh, so you mean because they're breaking up, you want to find them why they're breaking yeah. up? Yeah. I'll they, text my friends from high school, like, did you hear about this? So you they reveal that on social media, oh, why yeah. they People broke up? Oh, yeah, put everything out there. Oh, why? Yes. Why would you? No privacy at all. Yeah, no. I know. It's not for me. No. Not me either. I don't get it. Yeah. There's a lot of comics that, you know, they'll post something on Facebook that'll be like, you know, boy, I really bombed hard tonight, but tomorrow I'm going to I'm gonna work hard and get back up there. I'm like, could you just not tell people every feeling that <laughs> just you say have? That to yourself. Yeah, just keep that one to yourself. Just be funny. And if you don't have anything, if, you, if something happened that wasn't funny, try to post something that is funny. Yeah, work on it. Yeah. My favorite are when people are like, I'm in the hospital right now. I'm not going to discuss what's going on. Just pray for me. Thank <laughs> oh, God. That's actually, it's called vague booking. Vague booking? No, vague booking. Oh, vague booking. Vague booking, okay. yeah. So why do they do that? <laughs> Attention, Attention. likes. Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake. That's so pitiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you notice me. Yeah. Settle down, for Christ's sake. God, relax. Oh, we got to take a break here. We'll take a break. break. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Chris Eggert will join us from Channel 5's Eyewitness News. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. 
Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Eggert now joins us, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. What's happening, Pally? Hey, good morning. How are you? Marvelous. Uh, it was an interesting, I brought it up on the show <laughs> I'm getting applause for being in, a, in attendance, I guess, or something. But in any case, uh, yeah, I had a, a hell of a flight coming back. Took seven hours to get here from from uh, Palm Beach International Airport. It's usually about three hours and, ha- and a half. Uh, it was very, very well between the thunderstorms down there and the snowstorm up here. It was a real thrill. Uh, I'm so I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I think flying just overall over the last three or four years. Well, basically, since the pandemic has become a whole different experience, uh, you kind of used to like look forward to going somewhere. And now you like go to the airport and you're like, ah, this is like you almost always are planning that it's going to take, an, you know, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Right? Yep. No, absolutely. But again, I pointed out that the downside of that was the weather and we had to fly out over the ocean, couldn't even fly over the mainland because the storms were so bad. But I met four of the nicest damn people I've ever met. They were buddies of, uh, of uh, the nanny family, Louie Nanny and Tino and Michelle yeah. Thierry and all that. There, I just happened to sit. There was one to my right, uh, front right, one right next to me, and two behind me. Nicest people on earth. So I, it was a very bumpy, long, long flight. But then I met four great people. There's always a balance in the universe, man. Oh, for sure. That you know, it's funny you bring that up. And um, by the way, uh, if if they're Lou Nanny people, they're great people, right? Like that dude's just awesome. There's no nobody. Louie. No, yeah, nothing you can say bad about Louis. Um, I, on our last flight, that was kind of bumpy, and it was 
uh, a little nerve wracking. We had a, I had a pilot sitting right next to me, like a long time Delta pilot. And the guy couldn't have been nicer. And like, you know, you're getting a little turbulence and stuff. And in your head, you're kind of like freaking out. Like, Oh, here we go. And I was like watching the body language of the pilot. And so when the plane was shaking a little bit, he didn't even flinch. So I'm like, eh, everything's all right. Yeah. Now, like it'd be kind of nice to sit next to a pilot all the time because you can ask them crap that you yeah. normally, you know. Um, and yeah, it was a super nice guy. And he also uh he said he'd take my son and I up in his um he has this like restored classic plane that he keeps out um west of the Twin Cities, Winthrop, I think. Oh yeah. And sure. um he's like, Oh, I'll take you guys up. And I'm like, Oh, what a cool offer. So yeah, I I would agree with you, Tom. Sometimes the you know, a delay can, it can open up new doors, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for something good, you're probably going to find it. Uh, you might have to work a little bit to find it, but instead of looking for all the bad, like I said, you can't control the weather. You can't control the time because of the weather. So let it go and find, you know, I, I got lucky. Uh, Pat and Amy, Pat sat to my right front and Amy, his wife sat right next to me, just had a great flight because of the two of them. And then the people behind us as well, just again, Louie Nanny fans and Louie Nanny friends. So it, it, it was very, very nice. Even though the weather nice. sucked and took forever, it was great. Well, I'm sorry you came back. I was going to ask you to, I, was, I saw your face, I saw your uh, wife's Facebook po- uh, post of you guys golfing. And uh, I was going to try to text you to, I had, a, you know, had seen Barlow's forecast and I was like, eh. <laughs> well, I did too. Uh, that's the one great thing about uh, digital that I totally accept is I can watch whatever I want, wherever I am here to listen to whatever I want. I watched the, uh, I watched the weather cast. I did. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's perfect. I'm sorry. Gosh, it was a nice summer last week though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in 90 a couple of days ago, wasn't it? Or a few days ago? Yeah, there's like one day which would have been perfect because, of course, 90s too hot for people, for yeah, most yep. people anyway. Um, you know, those of us from the northern climates, 90s pushing it too much. There's like one day where there wasn't really humidity. It was warm. The windows could be open. No bugs. Like, it was absolutely perfect. So, you know, one day out of like the last 185. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very positive. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the next ten days. The next ten days, not there's a couple of decent days, fifty and sunny. I'll take fifty and sunny. That's not bad. But I don't see any more summer coming back for a while. No, and and Kenny was saying that um, that four day in a row in April was very unusual. Um, not all of them were record setters, but then to have it like flip to snow right after that, he yeah, said that that's a pretty. I mean, it's not unusual to snow in April. We all know that. Right. But to have that run of weather and then have it kind of drop off like that. But, oh, well, what do you do? But the entire United States is having bad weather. I mean, they've had a rough go of it out in the West Coast uh, pretty much all winter long. And now, of course, everywhere from Texas over to Florida up to New York, that triangle, the weather's been terrible, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not been good, that's for sure. And Minnesota's been involved in some of that, but we're back, and my twins are uh, are doing well. They won two of the two of the four in New York, which was what we were asking for. Got what we asked for. Everybody goes, well, why didn't they win all four? It's like, no, 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 settle down. You're being too much yeah. of a fan here. You got to play the uh, the, st- the stats and the odds. Twins are looking good. So, what's new in your life? Anything good? 
Well, I would have loved to have stayed up and watched the – well, I wanted to, in theory, stay up and watch the Wolves game last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, we were – they didn't even actually start till like, 10 o'clock. Oh, we really? Morning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that didn't go well. They got killed. Um, but the Wilds start their playoffs tonight, which is another – how do people do that, like normal people – I'm none of us, Shannon included. Shannon, do you work normal hours? No, like I bartend, in? so I work late night hours. Oh, you mostly. work weird hours too. Yeah. I was, I'm just trying to like figure out how regular people stay up and watch a 10 o'clock game. Like if they're big T-Wolves fans, like stay up and watch a game that starts that late and then they get up and do their regular thing the next day. Because the wild, the Wilds games are all going to be late too. So... Uh, it's a tough time for these, uh, you know, Minnesota sports fans. What do you do? Uh, line a Coke in the morning to get you going? Or what? what is it that? Oh, is that what you do? Is that <laughs> why you're <laughs> recommending it? I've never even seen it before. I just Cocaine. thought I'd say that to be provocative. <laughs> jump right to it. Yeah. You know what's hilarious about that, Chris? I've yeah. seen cocaine once in my life. Isn't that, a, that You and I got that in common. It was always around me, but I never saw it. Yeah, and maybe it's kind of one of those things if you're not looking for it. Yeah. You know, be it um but yeah I, I and i've i've been to a party or two in my yeah. time and oh, yeah. uh ne- never seen it but anyway uh i guess coffee we'll go with coffee yeah we'll go with caffeine <laughs> <laughs> all right we can, we can do that no question about it um we were just talking on the show this morning you know rudy and shannon and i were just talking about some things and um from a from a news uh, anchor's viewpoint do you think we are getting any closer to the end of all this spewing hatred stuff that we're all doing on uh, national television right now? Gosh. Uh, you should see I, the face I, he's making right now. It's phenomenal. You're like, am I disgusted? Uh, <laughs> you know, I would like to, th- I would like to think at some point, but I, I don't, I don't see it. Right. You know, the loudest, the loudest voice in the room, and that's sort of the way it's become with everything. And um, I don't know. I, I don't see it changing much, unfortunately. I mean, what do you? What 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 changes everything? I no, guess you're that, right. that's that's yeah. you know, unless there's some great uniter who comes along and uh, you know, like let's all just turn the temperature down. Let's all chill. Let's all you know, somebody who's gonna. And maybe that could happen. I, I don't want to be cynical to say it couldn't, but yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, I just, well, look, I just met Shannon this morning. She served in the U.S. military. I heard. And I would say with Shannon, she's Shannon. a very pleasant, nice person, but I probably wouldn't want to piss you off. Is that a good observation? Mm, no. Yes. <laughs> I will no. fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight you in a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, we'll go have a fight in a Chuck E. Cheese. We'll slug it out. Could you snap a neck, Shannon? Just. I mean, I don't know if I have the strength. No, I could probably if I put my mind to it. Strength? I do. Yes, you do. You definitely do. Okay, I do. About. <laughs> have you ever had to, to get tough with somebody when you're bartending? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't have a problem with that, though. No, but I mean, no, why would sure. they do that to you? 
you, my job is to serve people alcohol. <laughs> it's just going to happen. <laughs> I never did that. I never got in a bar fight in my life. Never. <laughs> and I could drink, brother. I'll tell you that. That's another thing. I could drink, drink some, but I cannot remember one time I even came close to getting in a fight in a bar. Most people are pretty chill drunks, but you can tell when the tide is turning for some. Oh, I bet. When they yeah. start to get loud and angry about stuff. What, uh, what's everybody drinking these days? Ooh, Ooh, they're drinking question. like White Claws, High Noons. Mm-hmm. High Noons are really big right now. What's that? Um, it's like a White Claw, but they're a little bit sweeter. Okay. Uh, I love it's it. Like a, like it's a like a, a White Claw. How would I know what the hell a White <laughs> Cloud is if I <laughs> didn't like know? It's like a that. seltzer. It, it's like a soda water booze. Really? But yeah. yeah, with like a flavor. Because soda water is really big. Yeah, it is. So it's like a... Soda water, like a vodka soda water. Yeah, Tommy, it's like a Bartles and James wine cooler. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Boone's Farm. Good yeah. Uh, there was a time when I was on a former morning show, and they'd send us out to go do appearances, and they sent me to a Total Wine one time. And while I was there, this guy comes up to me, older gentleman, probably about mid seventies, and he looks at me, and he was frustrated, and he goes, "I've been I've been walking around this place for an hour. My my wife my wife wants this certain drink. Uh, it's called a." Uh, 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 it's called a, a, a wet clam. Do you know what a wet yes, clam a is? Wet clam. I was like, do you mean white claw? And he's like, white claw, that's wet what clam. it is. I was like, wet clam, like white the same. I like that better. There's a lot of wet clam jokes we could make right now. Yeah. Probably, but yeah, I, I get, do you think it's because I didn't go to bars to, to drink all that often? I went, but I didn't go all that often. The ones I, maybe I, I just got lucky picking them, but I was trying to think. I've seen bar fights, but I've never been in one. I, I just, I don't know why. Most it, people don't, like, come to blows. It's just a lot of arguing. You can oh, kind of tell when people aren't going to fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very, very true. <laughs> lots of puffed up chests. Oh, yeah. They're just yelling of, each other's faces for a while. And then I'm like, okay, you yeah. guys, you did it. So can you tell by, <laughs> like, him. okay, so if I watch Chris Eggert today, and he's got some, you know, bad political news or whatever do bad news stories cause people to get a little have you ever noticed that like if something in the news is not going really well that people get even worse when they go out to drink yeah well everyone takes their emotions with them no matter what so if you're already in a bad mood when you start drinking it's not going to be a good experience I wouldn't imagine. My brother Troy was a bartender for many many years and he used to tell me stories oh my god (laughs) Wasn't pleasant. Shannon, I got a que- I got a question for you. Um, excuse me, Tommy. Um, do you guys serve the THC drinks, and how do you regulate that? I actually, well, because that just got legalized what, here a couple months ago, right? I haven't uh, worked anywhere that served them. Okay. So I don't know much about it yet. Well, well there was a, a specific uh, nuances to what. I don't even know how to describe it other than a, a certain amount of a certain type can be um, consumed now legally. And so a bunch of the local breweries and bottlers and everything were wise to jump into that. And they all like quickly developed these drinks. But I was just thinking from, and you can buy them at a liquor store, but I was just thinking from a bartender standpoint, it would be interesting to hear um, if they're selling them, if they've got a policy on how many to serve people and yeah, I uh, just kind of how that works. Cause it's sort of the wild, wild West. I haven't seen those at a bar yet, but that does definitely add another layer of what to look out for as far as over serving people. 
right? And uh, and I don't know that much. Rudy, do you ever drink those? I don't really know anything. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a just give me a beer. I, yeah. I don't need, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to get cute with it. Yeah, I, I agree. And I have a friend who drinks them. And in fact, somebody gifted me some, and I'm like, eh, just take them. I, I don't I don't know enough about it. I don't I don't really, you know, it's out of my comfort zone or whatever. But he can kind of explain it a little bit more that like, I don't know. And you're not getting you're not getting the effect of the alcohol like you you know what you'd normally be feeling and it, because it's a thc it's a little bit different effect and blah 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 blah. I, I would think that would be very challenging for the for the bar industry but not if you're not selling them so no well, i suppose that's true but one thing i, I should warn you because i i've taken thc for many years now to sleep yeah. and people if you're going to start mixing alcohol and THC in a drink or mi- mixing two different kinds of THC, how they're processed and all that, some people get severe nightmares from that. you got to be oh, very wow. careful. Uh, seriously, because if you could put the wrong mix in your brain and your brain doesn't like it, that can't be pleasant, I'll so tell you. So it makes you sleepy, too? Makes you sleepy and, like, you, you dread everything, I guess. Seems like a terrible thing to serve at a bar. Yeah, well, and again, not all of them that do that to everybody. I'm not saying it'll happen to you, but for some people, that combination does not work well. I, I would say, and Tom, you you know, you, and again, you've been very public about that you, it, it helps you sleep and it's yeah. helped you yep. with, with your um, recovery and um, which I commend you for, you know, talking about it because I think some people think of it in a certain way. And I, I would say the legalization piece does at, at least shed light on sort of different kinds for different things. And when you're buying it legally, you know, um, the way they can describe things and that's evolved so much versus, you know, like Cheech and Chong era of buying a, you know, getting a bag of God knows what. Right. Right. Um, and then you factor in all the, fentanyl crap and everything when you're talking about like street drugs and stuff that um i don't know i guess i i I, obviously it's not legal here and i'm not a user um but i would think that sort of regulation and at least somebody going in like dumb and not knowing what oh you know what should i try and then for them to have a conversation with with an expert at it but they do that for for medical marijuana too right i mean they'll yeah. They'll oh, kind yes. Of walk through exactly what it is that you're what you, what you're looking for. No question about that, because I mean it's very well with all alcohol itself. People don't realize. I think a lot of people don't realize, and I don't know if it's how your brain was formed or you, the things you've experienced or whatever. But there are certain people that cannot drink beer because it makes them crazy. Whiskey makes them nuts. For me, it's tequila. Do not ever let me drink tequila because it's like. I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's in that stuff that gets in my brain. It ain't pretty, I'll tell you that. It it makes me angry, literally, and I don't even know why. Yeah, well, Shannon, I bet you can, uh, you for sure have to be pretty plugged into that. I know I was always a, a Bombay Sapphire gin when I drank mm. that. It was like, if I was ever going to get in a fight at the bar or straight try to be like a tough guy, it would be after drinking Bombay Sapphire. I, 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 that out. I don't feel like that's nor- what mo- most people have that experience. Trust me. I know. It was, it was Tangeray if I was like, but Bombay if I was like, if I had a little bit more extra money <laughs> in my pocket, fight. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Start slugging it out. Is that the plan? 
Now, I think, I think that it's interesting you bring that up because I think that's what Catherine drinks is Bombay Sapphire. Does she? I think, but I'm not sure. Does she want to fight you? No, but she likes to yell at me a lot. <laughs> now, she's honest to God. You know, this is how, what a candy ass I really am, Jan. So Catherine brings me to the airport yesterday, and she's not coming home for a week. So I'm not going to be around her for a week, okay? So I'm all kind of mopey about it. So she leans over to give me a kiss goodbye and said, I'll see you in you know, a week. It'll be great and all the rest of it. So I started walking toward the door. I turned around and went back, and she was still blocked in traffic, thank God. I went over, and she came up from the back of the car on the left side. And I tapped on the window, and she looks up at me, and I had a motion to her to roll the window down. And she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I just need to be one more kiss. That's all. Aww. One more. That's how, I mean, that's how much that woman means to me. So does she tell me what to do? Every day. <laughs> but does she also love me? Yes. And I'm a very lucky person. She only does it like Tom. I do understand, by the way, for all people out there, that I'm not like a whole lot of other people. <laughs> I do understand that. And I'm not talking about it in all good ways either. Um, do you think it's important for people to understand that, that maybe you're a little different than everybody else and maybe you should get that under control? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well God bless. <laughs> the way I see it, like, we all know we're weirdos, right? Like, everybody's yeah. a weirdo in their, own, in their own special way. Like, if you can find somebody who accepts your weirdoness, like, you really, it's kind of hard to not have a the utmost level of love and respect for somebody who is willing to accept you as yep. a, as a really imperfect person <laughs> who's a, <laughs> a weird you know I'll be like oh man I, and yeah I don't know so it's God bless my wife and and your wife and all those spouses out there right all those spouses out there yeah no question about it, it it's just. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it just beat on me so much over the last couple of years. And it's pretty much Fox and CNN that are the worst at it. You know, they're, they're political rivals, so they have to go at each other. And they've spread their puke and hatred all over the rest of the world because of it. Look, I, if, like I said before, if you're, if you're a Democrat, you're fine by me. You're a Republican, you're good to go. If you've you got some very specific views on the left or the right, that's fine too. But as soon as you start bringing hatred into it, you lost me. I got no interest in talking to you if you hate people because they don't agree with your politics. That's disgusting. Well, and then this thing that I'm, you know, that I, I see a lot now too, and this seems to be getting worse and worse. And it's like just not even listening to what the other right. viewpoint is. You are so hell bent on whatever your position is that you're not even willing to to hear out the other side. Like that's just not reasonable. Right. Like, and and maybe that's part of the reason why we're we feel like we're not getting anywhere with these arguments. There's just a lot of yelling. Um, I don't know. Like hear somebody out, no matter what it is. Like that's what I'm okay, saying. Well. I understand that perspective. Thanks for explaining it to me. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. How does it make your life better to hate somebody else, though? I've never understood that. How am I better off because I hate you? That's weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Some people just need somebody to hate, though, too. I mean, I, you know, you've, known enough, you've known enough people now. Like, some people just need somebody to be pissed off at. I there are people well. like that. 
Well, Rudy was telling me like, was that a week week or two ago? Some guy was yelling at you how much he hated my guts or whatever. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. yeah I had that Last show. Week. Yeah, Thursday night I went to get up on stage. Uh, Shan, I don't know if you heard this story, but I was getting up on stage and the host said, "Oh, you can hear this guy every day on the Tom Bernard show," and a guy in the crowd booed. And didn't even step on stage yet. And these no. guys went, boo. That was me. It's Shannon. No, it was Shannon. I don't want to bring up. That's actually why she's here today. To right, Tom. Tom, He's I like, come him. on the show. <laughs> oh, but he didn't go on and on. He just booed. He booed, yeah. And then, um, you know, I could tell for the first five minutes he sat there with his arms folded oh, and had a big sour God. puss on his face. And then after a while, he loosened up. And I was like, okay, good. Good. I'm glad you had this moment that you, maybe you feel stupid about it. So it was good that I wasn't there because I would have gone up to introduce you. I just, I would have charged on stage and said, you know what, I was supposed to introduce Rudy. And you know, sir, I'm sorry that I succeeded and you didn't. I would humiliate the piss out of somebody like that. Yeah, there's a little bit of that too. A little bit of shame, I bet. (laughs) That's the best way. It's not with your fists. It's not with hatred back. Just tell them, I'm sorry. I got a great wife and kids, and you don't. I, it's, it's not my fault. You yeah. could hear his name, and you wouldn't boo because you didn't even know who he was. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't. You're at a comedy show, you're there to laugh and have fun. I cannot think of one person that said, you know, I work with blah, 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 that I would boo. Think about that. Is there anybody you would boo because of who they worked with? No. I mean, maybe like if there was somebody in the crowd who was worked with Hitler. I was just yeah, going to well, say Hitler. Yeah. He'd be a little old right now. But. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're pushing 100 years old, but they're, uh, you know, maybe in that case. <laughs> you, ever, I, you know what? I should do more reading on how Hitler got to be Hitler. What the hell happened to him that drove him that far off the deep end? It, it made me think of it because we were watching, I'm sure it was Family Guy. That's what we watched when we oh, yeah. had dinner as a family. That's how good of a, a father I am. We, we watched Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. um, That's not the good. episode was that there was a uh, a former officer for Hitler living in hiding in Kohog where Family Guy takes place. And he was a puppet. He was a puppeteer and blah, 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 blah. And my son asked me, are those are those guys still around? And I said, I said, actually, yes. And it wasn't that long ago. There's a guy in New Hope or something, I think, yep. who had been um, accused of. And I'm like, yeah, but he goes, well, there can't be very many of them alive anymore. I said, well, no, I mean, they're 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 definitely getting up there. He's like, what do they do with them? And I'm like, well, I think they try him in a court. I think they were trying to maybe he was too old. I don't remember the nuances of it. It was several years ago now, but. I'm like, they're out there, uh, which is weird to think about too, right? Oh, yeah, there's no question about that. It, it just, ah, what the hell? We got to have a little laugh on the way out. Because you remember, remember a comedian named Leonard Barr? You guys remember that name? It was many, many, many years ago. He was Dean Martin's uncle. Hmm. Oh. Uh, and very, very funny guy, but he was just this bizarre human being. Uh, not a handsome man, didn't look a whole lot like Dean. He was not a handsome man at all. But he comes out, he's on the Johnny Carson show. This was, God, I was a teenager probably. So I'm watching the show and he comes out. He goes, Johnny, i got to tell you something. Pretty great. Uh, you know, I, I realize i got a ways to go. I'm not, you know, good looking as my nephew or anything like that. But I, I will tell you something, something really, really nice happened to me on the way in tonight to the studio. I walked by these four really beautiful women. And they all were looking at each other. And they were all going, nine, nine, nine. I thought, well, God, if I'm a 9 out of 10, they must like me. Turns out they were German. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no way I'm going with that guy. (laughs) 
I thought it was a hell of a good joke, man. That's how <laughs> awesome. it should be. Chris, All right, you guys. Have, have a good rest of your day. You too, sir. Thank you very much. Bye. Chris Egger, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. I love working with that guy. He's just a great guy. Mm-hmm. Always has been, too. Can I tell you something that I was going to tell him, but then I thought, oh, I don't know if I should do that or not. But, you know, when you're in the business, you kind of your brain doesn't work like everybody else's. So <laughs> Catherine and I went for a final walk along the beach before I came back. And as we're walking, I look out in the water, and there's this thing floating in the water, right? It wasn't very big, but it finally washed up on the shore, and I walked over, and I looked down, and it was one rubber sandal. That's all it was. And somebody lost it and washed out the ocean or whatever. And when I walked by, I said, well, should I go grab that? She goes, why would you want that? I said, well, I'd give it to Chris Eckert. There's only one of them. <laughs> what do you think? You think he would have liked that joke? Probably. He would have thanked you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, Tom, you. he would have thanked you for that one. Yeah. There's no getting around it. <laughs> no, I do. Chris Eggert's about as good as it gets. We will be right back in a couple minutes right for this Tom Bernard Show. The warmer weather is just around the corner, I promise. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes, so they get to know your lawn and will customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe and guaranteed for superior results. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate at ProfessionalTurf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging software so you can see how all of it will look in full color before the work begins. ProTurf specializes installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock and sod, plus installation of concrete pavers or natural stone patios, fire pits, driveways, walkways, streams, and rock fountains and more. Check out their work at ProfessionalTurf.com. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I have to ask you guys a question because I've always liked Aerosmith. I really like Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, all the rest of them in the band. Um, how would you – because they're not like they're, – they're not a pop band. They're not a metal band. How would you categorize Aerosmith? Rock. I mean, just, just, just rock. Yeah. That's it? Mm-hmm. I just – I do. I just love that band. I like everything they do. I didn't really like Come Together much because it was a, yeah, don't cover a Beatles song. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, Steven Tyler in general. And then the real bonus is, Shannon, I don't know if you know this or not, but not only is he a great singer and a great band leader and all the rest of it, but when he wears sandals, you can see that two of his toes cross over one another. Like this? Like, like that. 
Yes. You can look it up on your screen right now because <laughs> it ain't pretty. I promise you. Have you ever seen that, Rudy? Mm, I don't know if I've ever seen his feet before. I have seen the photos of him like backstage, like him and Joe Perry working on music while they're on the road together, and mm-hmm. both oh, of no. them have no shirts on, and they are <laughs> the skinniest, railiest <laughs> people. Are. I mean, they are just, they're way for thin. Oh, Shannon, look at the look on your face right now. He has now. finger toes. He has finger toes, doesn't he? And they cross over one oh, another. Oh, no, that's way worse than I imagined. <laughs> that's I don't what I was like gonna... that at all. Kind of trying to warn you about that. It's not the pretty, but I love Steven Tyler. Just wear socks for Christ's sake, yeah. right? I mean, if you had the, the make a wish toes, don't you think you would mm-hmm. cro- you'd cover them up? Oh my, <laughs> you're seeing it now too. Whoa, that is <laughs> gross. I mean, it's not just they kind of lap over one another. They literally cross over like they're yeah, crossing your fingers. Like he's how the hell? Is, what would cause that? I feel like he has enough money to fix that. Well, I would think. That's another Maybe good point. he has point. enough money to not care. <clears throat> oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Sell a couple of scarves, Steven, and get your toes fixed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lordy. I, yeah, why, and there's another good question. Why didn't he, he has tons of money. Why wouldn't he get those fixed? Yeah. Are they an attraction of some kind? Hmm. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen. So what did you guys, uh, you just put it in the name? Or I said Steven Tyler Feet. <laughs> Stephen Tyler, what'd you put in, Rudy? Yeah, just Stephen Tyler's toes. Is toes, <laughs> feet. Oh, the, the, the pictures That's are a jump scare, though. Oh, that is brutal. I yeah. did not think it would be that bad. I trust. I'm telling you, people never think when I tell them that story that oh, that can't be that bad. Yeah, it is. It's that bad. There's no doubt about it. But I still don't understand why one toe would cross over the other one. What would cause that to happen? Hmm, I don't know. I, I, there's got to be an answer on the, on the Google, right? Let's see if I can find something. I like that. The Google. You sound like you're 90 years old. I'm going on the Google right now. Yeah, he's going to look that up and see. Because, first of all, yeah, if I were a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, I would get my toes fixed. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to... Bad news? Well, no, because obviously you guys know I'm a terrible speller, but I'm also bad at reading and pronouncing things uh, with a lot of letters. So he suffers from what is called Morton's Neurorama, a thickening of the nerves in the feet that cause pain and swelling, thus the crossing of the toes. So they're trying Mm. to cover each other up? Is that Mm. what they're doing? Trying to make each other feel better? (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) What's it called again? Uh, Morton's Neurorama? Neurama. Uh, yeah. Would you be kind of sad if your dad was Morton? <laughs> yeah. Your dad's mm-hmm. named after a toe disease. Mm-hmm. That's Claimed great. Fame. He's got Morty feet. That's great. <laughs> He's got Morty feet, man. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, like, like I said, I love Steven Tyler. I'm a huge fan of Steven Tyler, but you got to do something about those tootsies, brother. I'm just telling you. And maybe, can they not do anything about it? Maybe they can't fix it. Possibility. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm sure there's got. To, I, you know what? Once again, now that I'm on the Google, let me see if there's the a, Google. If there's a way that we can actually uh, fix this thing. Uh, it's kind of like my face. The Google in my face. That's the same thing, pretty much. I would imagine. It just. Uh, <laughs> but I do love that when older people get, put always put a the in front of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was on the Facebook yesterday, and okay, anything good? Uh, it looks like there is some sort of. You know, treatment, but it, it doesn't look like it's curable. It's just it, not. Yeah, so you can try to ease the pain and the swelling. There's things that you can do for it. It may help reduce pain, you know, freeze a, like basically just icing it looks like some of the treatments, but it doesn't look like it's something that you can actually go in and cure. Get rid of so, Yeah, a lot of, a lot of like, 
you know, when you put a tennis ball on the floor and then you roll it underneath yes. your foot. It's yes. a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. But other than that. Yeah. And it is funny that you say that because my grandfather used to always say like, yeah, so I was on the 35 the other day. I was like, are you talking about the highway? <laughs> the 35, the 35 This isn't, this isn't LA. This isn't the 405 or the 5. It's not the 35. It's just, you were on 35. I do love that though. When older people put a the in front of everything. Mm-hmm. Eh, what the hell? It works out in the end. So... So we all know. So you guys do like Aerosmith, though? Yeah. Um, They're one of my favorite bands. I just think he, he, handles, he handles the vocals very, very well. It's just a good band. Mm-hmm. I feel know? like they had the best Super, ta- Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, it was very yeah, good. They had, like, one of the top five, I feel like. Is there anybody good coming up that I should know about? Because I got, and, you know, I'm trying to watch more, uh, like, streaming television, some new movies. Is there a movie coming out right now that's any good? Is there any bands that coming out that I should know about? Not really. I'm trying to think. Nothing hmm. I've been excited about. For... Well, uh, Kristen Burt brought up last week that Barry is back on HBO, which I don't know if you saw. Have oh, you... yeah, Barry. Barry. Is it what, what, four or five seasons? Something? Uh, the fourth season just started last 40. night. And okay. it's the final season. So. Oh, okay. Yep. You know, they do it a lot now. They do four seasons and that's it. This good place, I think it's three seasons, mm-hmm. but that ended, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm a, I, so I'm glad I brought that up to you guys because I, I would just give up and I go, oh, my God, this thing is terrible. But why is it the first couple of episodes, I, and it's me, I know particularly, the first couple of episodes of it, like uh, uh, Animal Control with Joel McHale, the first episode was terrible. Mm-hmm. But then we went back, watched the second one. That was really good. Third episode, terrible again. I wonder why that happens. I feel like you have to watch like four episodes yeah. of a show to really know if you're going to like it or not. I think that's it. And that's what Kristen Bird said this morning. Watch four episodes before you judge. Because there are some things I've never gone back to because of that. Uh, like I said, Catherine wants to watch the, or she, she wants me to watch A Good Place and catch up with her. I love the cast. I love the idea. But that first episode is mediocre at best. Yeah, I remember it not being that funny. But you you really need to watch the first season of The Good Place. Yeah, I do. That's what everybody yeah. tells me. I absolutely And do. then you'll know. Anything else good coming up you guys seen? Hmm. Barry is, I, I watched the yeah, first Barry. two episodes of season four. That is so good. Uh, there's also a new, oh man, uh, Jennifer Lawrence film that's going to be coming out soon. Um, we talked about it for just a hot yeah. sec. I'm spacing on the name, but that's coming up. Uh, it seems like summertime, the new, I know, I know you probably hate it, Tom, but we did mention the new Barbie movie is coming out and it does look great because it's filled with everybody from our childhood, the Ryan Goslings. Oh the, yeah. yeah. Everybody that we love who's in their forties is going to be in this movie. So no, I don't hate it. I just, it, it's nothing I'd go see, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I can understand how some other people in it. I mean, that's the one thing that everyone needs to understand. It's not only where all the, all these ways were different. We're also, I mean, there are five, six generations on the planet right now. We've had different experiences. That's the amazing thing that when I find like maybe uh, a 65-year-old can't get along with a 35-year-old, you're in a different generation. Why don't you figure out what the real problem is here and let's go forward? I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, one time I made a comment about, you remember the movies, Twi- remember the Twilight movies? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I said, I said I tried to watch one and they're garbage. And a friend of mine said, yeah, because they're made for 16-year-old girls. Well, that's very true. <laughs> You're a man in his upper 30s. What are you doing? First off, why are you watching this? Go find something else that suits you. Don't be watching this. 
Well, it's one of the reasons I really like this show, because we put together, there are three generations on this show, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I really do. They get different viewpoints, and and nobody on the show breaks into arguments about this. I don't want to argue about it at all. I'd like to learn things, but I don't really want to argue about viewpoints and all the rest of that. I, I, we've had different experiences, different life experiences. We can't all think the same. It's not possible. So I don't know why these political parties keep pushing that. You got to think like us. Well, it might not be possible for me to do that, right? 